0: You had the power, for about an hour, this town's about to make to your town, we're tearing into blood holes now, power play through, power play through, of this show that we were kids, power play through, power play through, now we're breaking down the streets, we hear the voices, we hear the voices, we hear the voices, we hear the voices, we hear the So tasty. Ah. Mm, I love it. In me and around me and my mouth. Mm, give me the green. In the green. In the green. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to Power Play through a Ranger Review podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room of Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddy. And what was there to say? Did you like it? The green apple Fanta? Yeah. So. Yes and no. You were just kind of in a green drink mood. I was. I really saw. I saw Sprite, and I said that sounds delicious. Even though Sprite's even though Sprite's clear, you cannot tell your mind otherwise. It's in a green bottle. Like you cannot tell your mind that it isn't a green drink. Now, at this point in time, I'm here in America. I will be back in Japan soon. Yeah, and I've been there, and when I was there, I experienced melon Fanta. Yeah, this was a this was a uh turning point in your life. Yes. Yes, and it is a milestone? I don't know. It it really was. Yeah. It brought me to a very low point in my life when I realized I couldn't have the refreshing taste of Melon Fanta. So I went about importing it and I bought 3 bottles <laughs> at $10 a bottle. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So it brought me to a real low point. Yeah, slave to the melon. When I saw this green Fanta, I did read it was green apple right off the bat. Yeah, but it was giving me the melon vibe. It comforted you for just on a visual. Yes, it sense. really did. Yeah, so I knew I had to have it, and then they were having that two for just a dollar more. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Buy one, get one for a dollar. Yeah, so I had to. Yeah, I had to. And then bol- I gave bol- that golf. one away. Yeah. Bog buy one get one they for a dollar. They would call it a they would call it a bogo fifty at that point because bogo. it was two dollars. Bogo fifty, yeah, I like that. But I lo- is, that's that would have fit right into the mall punk era a of bogo music. Fifty, yeah, bogo fifty. Your uh, some forty one, your Blake forty two. I feel like bogo fifty is a go go bordello cover band. L, what's the other one? The one that didn't. The one that only had one song. Like STX. Sr seventy one. Sr seventy one. Yeah, that song though still fucking goes. Which one was sr seventy one? There's a like, like why? Oh, it's gonna uh, yeah, kick like, me yeah. when I'm high. Yeah, that so, song still. Yeah, still. Uh, well, Mark Hopp has produced that song. That's oh, did why? he? Yeah, monstrous, monstrous song. Yeah. I mean, like, you listen to it today, it is still the, the like, perfect encapsulation of all that is the mall punk, you know? Well, I mean, like, Mark Hopp has also produced one of, let me get the actual information. Some 41? Uh, one of Newfound Glory's best albums. Newfound Glory's, oh, okay. Oh, he did do uh, Sticks and Stones. Wow. All right, well, yeah, that's, that's the one that has my friends over you. So, Mark was... Very, it played a very big hand in yeah. making Newfound Glory who they are. Yeah, because I mean, that was the big deal. Yeah, that was the song that really pushed me. Hit or Miss was, if you were cool, you knew Hit or Miss was an amazing song and you knew that self titled was great. But when My Friends Over You came out, pfft, get yeah. The, yeah, get the fuck out, dude, if you're not listening. They had like, a song before that, right? Well, Hit or Miss. No, no, no. Before Hit or like after Hit oh, or Miss, but before. before hit, so be, so you're saying before? Okay. Uh... Phone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is just our pop punk podcast. Welcome to Popcast. What was on uh, Catalyst? Catalyst came after uh, Sticks and Stones, and that had uh, All Downhill from Here. Oh, okay, see, that's the song I was thinking about. Oh, because okay. I felt like All Downhill from Here was that. I think, well, okay, so new, it went like "Newfound Glory, the self-titled, has Sticks and Stones, and then um, From the Silver Screen to Your Stereo had uh, Kiss, Me. Kiss Me, and also um, the Karate Kid song that I can't Probably think of right now. Probably just one of the most expensive albums to make. Yeah. Like, very ambitious. Also, they set the trend, too, for all that, like... Pop Goes Punk. Pop Goes Punk. Because they were on the first one, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that that album was probably just all of those albums are probably so expensive to make i would think so right because getting I, the licenses for but i feel like they sell incredibly well because everybody i've ever met that's into the genre yeah knows every version of those songs yeah they used to be so good but now maybe it's a trend in pop and not so much a trend in the music but now like all these punk goes pop are now just shitty covers of Drake songs. Well that's pop music now. That's what I mean. Because like maybe it's just maybe it's just a trend pop's going where it's in this very fucking depressing era where there's no longer any there's no choruses. The drops are choruses, you yeah. know? The choruses are the verses. And then the verses, fuck you. Go pop, somewhere else. Pop goes punk three is like the pinnacle of it. I think two's my favorite. Because it's got the Pussycat Dolls on it. Yeah. And you know I love the Pussycat Dolls. I mean, that's true. You have said that. You, you usually work work it in at some point during the day. Yeah. You mentioned yeah. Pussycat Dolls. Bustle bus, you know. Yeah. 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 Uh, all of those, those are good. And then, like, we start to get into where pop music is the same music as some yeah. of the pop punk music. Mm-hmm. Or, like. The big songs for that year were Adele and that uh, somebody stopped, that I used to know. The thing is, they stopped being creative with it and and doing like generally like new takes on the songs. They're like verbatim, just covers of the song with a little scream or a breakdown. Yeah. you know, and then that's it. That's our that's our that's our that's our pop punk version of it. You know, like it's just it's not it. It's just not good. I don't. I haven't liked the more recent albums at all. Yeah, and you can't really get better than Sp- Bayside's version of "Beautiful Girls." <sighs> yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> right, man. Um, but yeah, like speaking of which, though, of pop and punk, something that was punk that went pop, uh, Paramore. Yeah, Paramore. Now, I have become a very staunch defender. I have become an ally for Paramore. Because what Paramore is doing right now, the most recent album after Laughter, that came out in like 2017. Yeah, I just recently discovered it because I heard the I heard the uh, the turmoil, the the rumblings the of it like of the kind of like uh, backlash they're receiving from mm-hmm. their fans because their style changed up, like severely changed up. Should never get mad about that. So, I was like, okay, let me see what it's about. It is pure like 80s, early 90s. kind of like pop, like synth pop kind of stuff, and it is fucking magnificent. It sounds so good. What they're doing right now is so right, and you can't, to get mad at a... You can't fault an artist for growing. Yeah. And here's the deal. I love old school No Doubt. Mm -hmm. I love Ska Doubt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I love... Gwen's solo stuff, and the shit was bananas. And you can't be mad at Haley for anything because she's a magnificent singer. Yeah. And when that first Paramore album came out, she was like seventeen years yeah. old. Yeah. There was a. I was I like, was just looking at. It, I was just trying to see like the kind of. The Comments, uh, the backlash on Paramore and all that. And there's this one we're saying, I met like there's a comment, it was either on a Reddit or a YouTube or something like that, saying, I miss old Paramore. And Haley responded to it, it's like, you can still find that on YouTube, you know, it was like, yeah. it's there for you. And also, I promise to never ask you to be someone you were 15 years ago. Yeah, and I was like, that's right, girl. You fucking clap back at them because what they're doing right now is fan fucking tastic and you can't. You can't get mad at them for changing their style and still supporting fucking Fallout Boy at the same time. And all it sounds like is Mr. Stump getting fucking cattle prodded throughout a whole fucking album. He doesn't want to do that stuff. It sounds like he doesn't want to do this shit. It's horrendous. You can't fucking be staunch defenders of Fallout Boy doing whatever crazy midlife crisis thing they're doing right now. It's all it's all Wentz because Wentz has been the mastermind from the get go. He's the man with he's the man that had a plan. Yeah. You know, he's the, like I don't think he's a great bassist, but I'm not here to fucking knock on him being a bassist. But as a businessman, the dude's impeccable. He knew his role. He knew what the sh- he knew what the band was, and it's been his um masterwork from the beginning. And whatever he's doing right now, I fucking absolutely like abhor. I just it's horrendous to me. But there's so many fans that have been fans from day one that are just, like, behind it. I'm like... I've been a huge fan. I don't really listen anymore. Yeah. But, like, I I feel like when they first gave up, that was, like, the pinnacle of where I was, like, this is exactly what I wanted from them. Yeah. And I don't think it can get better. And then when they came back with, like, Save Rock and Roll, yeah, the... I love the song with Elton John. Mm-hmm. It made me cry the first time I heard it. Yeah, uh, when I saw them live, and because we're out in Vegas and Elton has a residency, mm-hmm. Elton came out and sang with him. That's, that's uh, awesome. It was beautiful, and I cried again. Yeah, but other than that, it's kind of it's it like you said. It sounds like he doesn't want to be there. Sounds like Stump does not want to be there. The guy has always. The guy is always just like, give me what to sing, I'll sing it, and that's it. And these most recent albums have just sounded like this, sounded like, like I said, it sounds like he's being prodded. (laughs) It sounds like he's being wheeled out there to perform, and that's it. That new shit, you can't be, you can't be defending that, and then back, you can't be, you can't be defending Fallout Boy's progression, if you want to call it progression, personally I won't. And then I think fully. I think after Foley Ado, everything's been a step backwards. And then go over to Paramore, and then shit on After Laughter, which is an incredible album from, uh, from top to bottom, fully listenable. You can't you can't do the same thing. You, or you can't you can't live in both worlds. You know, you got to give. If you're gonna give them shit like that, you very you should be giving shit to Fall Out Boy at the same time. And I just think it's. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. it's something very petty about it because what Paramore are doing their progression, it just it's it feels organic. You know, it feels right. It feels like she sounds like she wants to be doing this, and like their performances, and their performances are still impeccable. She's killing it. Yeah. So I don't right. know. I'm, I I'm, I'm not, I guess I'm just saying I'm a big supporter of Paramore now. I think that she's a magnificent artist. She and is. uh, you know I, oh, I i don't know what i don't know what to say because i just i've never felt like i wasn't on paramore's side yeah. just because like i i've always wanted i've <laughs> i've always wanted my artists to grow i've been a neutral party that's that's why this is a new thing for me cuz i uh, kn- like i listen you know i listened to riot i thought it was cool but I, at the same time i was getting into some hard shit you know and i wasn't really about that kind of lighter affair at the time, you know? Yeah. And now, and from then on, I was like a, like I said, a neutral neutral party to it. And now that I that listen to this, just to see what all the is about, I think it's fantastic, and I think they should keep doing it. Go listen to Stuck in the Middle, and tell me that, you know, tell me that doesn't sound like it could be a timeless banger. Yeah. Like, it's, they're doing good work, and they need allies, right? <laughs> Paramore needs allies. That's my statement. <laughs> and the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of mall punk, we are getting kicked out of fucking malls today, because yeah. what's the name of this episode? Climb Every Fountain. And that's how you get 86'd. That is how you get 86 on February 7th, 1996. This one was written by Mr. Douglas Sloan, directed by Larry Lynn. Mm-hmm. It's getting Litten up in here. Yeah. And by Litten, I mean we're getting a remix of the theme song. Uh, the only change is, go, go, alien rangers. Yeah. And we get, an, like, that new intro cool. We get a new video where we show them turning into kids, and now the kids are getting their little, like, turn. And Yeah. Uh, Mike Olasky as young Rocky. Yeah. Homie. Yeah. Kisses. Good brother. Um, Climb Every Fountain starts out with Billy... Creating the device that's going to change them back into adults. He's got one of the he's got a helmet that has so it's like a it's like a um it's like a screen that people that work in medical labs would use. Yeah. But the screen is made up of one of those hologrammy things that like your your fucking trapper keeper would be made out of and you thought it was the coolest shit. It's like an uncut sheet of that shit. Though. Yeah, yeah, it's like an uncut sheet of that shit hanging over his face. There's no visibility through this. I don't yeah. know. I mean, good prop work, I guess. It does look out there and spacey, but yeah, he's working on this. He's working on this. Uh, on the uh, what did Alpha call him? It was like the molecular d- reageifier. Something like Alpha. Yeah, it was like, like the age the... rehydrator. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> It ends up being that slot machine fucking ro- robot from Kaku Ranger. <laughs> so <laughs> when I first saw it, I thought it was a gun, and I was like, "Oh, I don't remember it being a gun, but I guess it's a gun." Yeah, Billy. Uh, yeah, Billy is doing this, and the like, the Alien Rangers like he's pretty fucking smart for a Nerf kid, isn't he? Yeah, but they're all doing their weird hands yeah. and like, uh, Delphine. She's like doing jazz hands over Billy's face, over baby Billy's yeah, face. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's Either they had no direction or they had too much direction. They had, like, three directors. Like, um, like I don't know what... Well, alien it up. Yeah. Alien, alien it harder. Whatever you think alien is, do it. And each individual alien ranger has their own version of an alien. Yes. Uh, we find out that Corcus is the smartest of them. That's and why he and Blue. <laughs> yep. I guess that's where you put your Blue Ranger. And or that's, guess where you put you, your smart guys. The kids are all getting on the bus, and Billy and Adam are talking, and Adam goes, can I come help you work on this? He's like, yeah, I'm not getting on the bus. Guys, call me later. Uh, When they get on the bus, Bulk and Skull are like, guys, check out what we got. Water balloons. What are you going to do with them? And Skull leans over and goes, what do you think? We're going to fucking throw them. Aisha's like, act your age. It's like, we are. Children. Yeah, yeah, Bulk's like, yeah, we are. We're kids. Who's there to stop this? So are they aware? Bulk and Skull are not. It's, it just seems like sometimes they're aware of what happened. But anyway, yeah. These kids getting onto the school bus. Most, well, all of them didn't go to the school, by the way. Yeah. Because Billy, the only one that went to Angel Grove Elementary, or is not there. So yeah. literally all these kids are strangers. That just showed up in a school and decided but that. But you know, you a bus driver, you don't ask questions. That looks like a kid. Get on. Once I tried to get on the bus because I was going to a friend's house after school. And the bus driver didn't let me on the bus because it wasn't my route. Oh. And I was like, I don't have a route. I walk home. Yeah. I'm taking the bus to go hang out with him. Yeah. No, you can't get on this bus. Wow, I had a very cool bus driver in high school. His name was Mr. C. This was high school, man. Well, I'm just saying. I, I had a very chill bus driver in high school. and. He looked like the lead guy in the Polyphonic Spree, okay, which me and Sean were super about at the time because that, that that their hit came out at that point. But um, yeah, like he looked like him, and he was so chill, and he would just like like he probably in hindsight, probably in hindsight, it's a little reckless of him. Yeah, but he would just like if we asked to be let off somewhere, he just let us off. Oh yeah, way reckless. But you know what? It made him look so cool to us. But you know what? Y'all lived in the north. Yeah. And he knew that y'all were up to no good anyway. <laughs> he just he just wished us well. Yeah. You were like, let me off with of this abandoned tire factory. He's like, y'all going to burn that down? He's like, nah. And he goes, all right. I'll see you on the news. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. C, shout out to you, man. You're a cool dude. And some cool dudes show up. Yeah. Goldar did. and Rito show up and they're like, all right. We're going to get on that bus. We're going to get those fucking power coins. Then we're going to kidnap these kids. All right? Yeah. The whole plan is for Rito to stop the bus, which he does by jumping on, then hanging over the front so he's on the windshield, and he's, like, banging on it. The bus driver comes to the halt, uh, flings Rito. Rito gets onto the bus and starts – the bus driver, nonchalant, is like, you you can't be on here. Why do you open the door? I don't know why he opened the door, but Rito's like, shut up, old man. And then he, like, zaps him with some eye lasers that put him to sleep. Both of us wanted his head to explode. Yeah, why didn't he just kill him? It, that would have been amazing. <laughs> if it's a, I know, obviously, it would never there happen. Are no, there are no Power Rangers. There's no one to stop you. Why don't you just murder people? Yeah, just blow his fucking head up. That would have been great. But like, he's... I don't know why this skull soldier's not in this bus with his bone saber just stabbing children. Yeah. Give me the power coin. Give me the power like, coin. here's the deal. I going know, down the rows. I know why. I know why. It's television. That doesn't. Tilton for television. good television. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> a, what a, skeleton, a skeleton, a, a, skeleton? A, a skeleton going down a skeleton. A skeleton going down a a row of seats in a bus, just stabbing kids. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably wouldn't go over. No. So the kids have come up with a plan to throw the water balloons, and loose popcorn. That everyone just has in their pockets, just because lining pockets. everyone in elementary school has popcorn. Yeah. You ever been to Safe Key? <laughs> That's true. And also, this is a town with Ernie's Juice Bar. Yeah. And if you are reading the Boom Comics... This is about the age that they were when Ernie's opened, a safe place for all children. So, if you think that man gave out free popcorn, so much free popcorn today, in the, in the, in the present timeline, imagine what he did for a grand opening. Yeah. Uh, everyone took home just garbage bags. If you full. remember, because I did tell you about this last month when the issue came out. Yeah, you talked about this a lot. He was giving out free shakes to everyone. You yep. money pit. <laughs> yeah, um, so they they just hurl whatever's in their pockets, which, as Dan says, is popcorn, loose change, and water balloons. Uh, this gets, when he gets off the bus, like yeah, he uh, Rito is is uh, pushed off the bus by this onslaught of garbage. He comes down the steps, and Goldar's sitting uh, standing above the door, ready to throw just a cartoon net on whoever comes out. And he throws on the first one that comes out that it happens to be Rito. When he does that, the bus driver wakes up, and they drive off. And Bulk and Skull have Rito's sword. Yeah. And they throw it out the window, and it smacks Rito in the head. And Goldar falls off the bus and onto Rito. Yes. Good Ooh, Zed and Rita so mad. Yeah. They're so mad. But Billy he made this slot machine happy man that will turn him back into an adult. <laughs> it is, yeah. So, at no... Okay, 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 okay. So, thinking back to Cocker Ranger, there was never something in the show itself where we had a small version of our slot machine men yeah, so either that this was like a their process was they made a maquette of whatever the monster going to be, and then they made us, then they made the costume based on the design, or the prop master here in America just made this fucking thing. Prop master made this here, so Rita and Zed could turn it into Happy Slot Man. Yeah. Why didn't they just why did they go to that trouble because the the image of the hoppy, the, the Hoppy slotman <laughs> Hoppy slotman, the image of the happy slotman means nothing to us. No. why couldn't it just been a one of those toy slot machines that you could get let, in stores and stuff like that? Let me kayfabe you on why this is this. Hit me. Because Billy knew he was going to be carrying this around in his bag, Billy's a baby Billy, little boys Don't are call ex- him a, all right little boys are expected to carry around their weird action figures that they're proud of in their backpacks, and this was his, okay, he was hiding so this was so no adult was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, so you wouldn't see a seven year old creating a molecular rehydra age hydrator, yeah. I don't think he's seven. I think he's like 10. Whatever. I don't care. I can't tell Nine. age in children. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking true. That's so true. That's so goddamn true. Like, I've, I've never talked to a 12-year-old before. I was like, what are you, like six? You know? <laughs> yeah. And then they snap at me like I'm some asshole. Yeah. I'm 12. A children is a children 12. until they calm down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a very good point, Dan. I can't really tell age either, so who knows? Yeah, so so the the Happy Slot Man is just, it looks the way it looks, because Billy thought, if I get hassled by any adult, he'd be like, what is this? Oh, some stupid action figure. Take it with you. Yeah. Instead of seeing a age hydrifier, age hydrator, hydrator age hyd- <laughs> instead of seeing an age hydrator, Like I would propose, which is just a slot machine with some fucking prop works slapped onto it. Some Billy jargon, or uh, some Billy Billy garbage thrown on it. And this theory that I just had comes to light in the next episode, which is what we'll talk about later. Mm. So, Goldar and Rito are listening in to Adam and Billy finishing it, and they're like, yeah, we just put our power coins in it, and then we press the button, and then we grow up. Yeah, so he's like, so we just... Get that fucking thing. It's like, yeah. well, we'll get that thing when they put the coins in it, and we'll just steal it all, and we'll destroy them. Now, when we get to the reage of fire, I'm going to talk about a Mandela effect. Uh, Goldar and Rito are like, okay, we know this. Let's go back to Zed. Rito's like, no, we ain't going back to Zed. Let's go get those coins. Yeah. <laughs> While his kids are in, he's like, no, Zed needs to know. He goes, why does Zed need to know when we can just grab him now? Let's follow these kids and get this money. Mm -hmm. So they follow the kids, and Adam and Billy are like, man, we are definitely being followed. I don't know. Yeah, both these episodes focus on the growing relationship between Goldar and Rito, by the way. Yes. Which is everything I want in life. But uh, at the command center, we're starting to get dried out. Yeah, they're helping Alpha fix his outdated technology, and they're also just dry. They're yeah. dry. Cirso, Cir, Circo, Sir Corcus, Jinko, Gink- <laughs> Corcus. Yes, is His name Corcus. You his fucking with Cork. me? It, I don't know yellow and black's names. Yeah, I know Orico, Delphine, and Corcus. Okay, Orico's red, Delphine's white, Corcus is blue. Corcus is blue. Corcus is getting dried out, and Delphine. God, bless your heart uh she she does the jazz hand things over him like what's wrong? and <laughs> just like yeah, does this around his silhouette. She is doing the most as an alien, yeah, just space work, just a lot of space work around around her 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 dried out friend. We cut back to the kids who all group up and they put their power coins all together into the back of the happy slot man. And, and then Goldar and Rito show up, and they're like, give us that fucking toy, you little bitch-ass kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at us. Uh, Billy um, uses, be- was it before they got there, right? Billy- No, no, no. They get there, and then the kids start to, like, fuck with Goldar and Rito, and Billy runs off and hits the button, and he grows big. To that To that point, immediately, Goldar, like, kicks him in the fucking chest- or yeah, no, so no, he gets I beamed right? someone I yeah, Rito eye blasts him. Yeah. And he gets knocked over, they pick up the slot man, dump out all the power coins, and, and then Rita and Zed show up yeah. and destroy those fucking coins. Yeah, like Goldar just stands like triumphantly, like yeah. in front of they're they're on some like chemical vats, and Goldar stands in front of them. With his arms extended. with Three the, coins in each hand. Yeah, and they just shoot it, and then they turn into gold dust. Yeah, Rita and Zed each blast one of his hands and destroy the ninja coins. Yeah. Shatter dreams, baby. Yeah. Gold dust. He uh, he <laughs> drops all that dust. <laughs> yeah. And... Like that.
1: Rito shows That's up. That's just for you. That was just for me? That's just for you. It was <laughs> good.
0: I liked it. Rito shows up, and he's holding on to Goldar's sword, and he goes, oh, this one's for you. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking funny, because they could have just had Goldar like flame it in, you know, like like usual, but no, no Rito comes up with the two swords, like, oh, it, nope, this one's yours. <laughs> and he's also holding the happy toy. Yeah, happy he, slot man. And he's, like, holding on to it, and he goes, oh, we don't need this anymore, and he just tosses it to the side. Yeah. And now the Mandela effect thing. I seem to remember them having that Billy had made the choice to destroy his power coin.
1: Oh right, you mentioned that.
0: You mentioned that earlier, like uh, on on either the last episode of Mighty Morphin or the first episode of Aliens. Yeah, you were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them putting something in the machine, and Billy's power coin. Being destroyed and the machine getting destroyed in the process. I don't remember it being this silly thing where all six of them have their power coins and he presses a button. He's an adult. I remember it coming at a great cost. Well, I mean, and then them realizing that they had to go on the Zeo quest to become adults. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I. I know I'm wrong. Well, yeah, we. But I also don't know if that exists in another universe. Hmm. That's a good point. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Man. <laughs> uh, maybe as we've as we've said before, Dan, you might be from Earth Two. Yeah, you might be from Earth Two. That just may be how it is, and that's okay. Yeah. At some point, at some point, there's uh, there is a convergence. Yeah. Sometimes Earth Two has better storytelling. Sometimes Earth Two has better storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the earth I'm from didn't have the new girl, and that's why I love it so much. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's because Schmidt reminds me of a friend I had on the earth. I don't know. This is interesting stuff, though. (laughs) I don't know. Does it make for good podcasting? Absolutely not. I don't know. (laughs) It might. Because you are listening to the ramblings of an insane person (laughs) that thinks he's from a different earth. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you are from a different earth. You said that. You remember way more details about Shazam. Than anyone should. Yes. So I like be- that it existed. <laughs> so I believe you. I believe you witnessed Sinbad as a genie. I am not from Earth Two. I am a Kazam boy. Mm-hmm. I watch Shaq make junk food junk food from here to the sky. And I've never seen the one with Shaq. Okay, well if there was a way for me to watch Kazam, I would happily or Shazam, I would happily watch it with you. Yeah. But as it stands, I don't think Earth Two survived the incursion. I don't think so either. That's why I'm here doing this podcast yeah. with you. So Earth Two didn't <laughs> Is this okay? <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> Is this is has it been enough? Is this enough? Are you like just at us? <laughs> um DM us. Let us know. Are Alpha... you from Earth Two? Share some memories with Dan. Alpha has found some water su- suitable to the Aquatarians yeah. at the fountain. That's all they call it. Yeah. So he teleports them there. And they float themselves to the water. And they get on it. And they um they start hydrating. Now that I'm thinking about this, in this shot of the fountain, no, this is definitely Angel Grove. Because the way they superimpose the alien rangers on the water and the cut to the fountain that is the Japanese footage when they become the kaka ranger, when they become the alien rangers, Mm. is so spot on that I thought that they just had some footage that they were looping of this Japanese fountain. Mm. But I'm wrong. So after the power coins have been destroyed and the alien rangers are hydrating. Everyone is called back to the command center, and Happy Slot Man has made a man. He could be non-binary. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that any time that Zed did this, I'll make a man out of you from Mulan? Ooh. He's playing in his head. He goes, you'll be as strong as the thing river. I would, but I you think have the strength of a slot machine. <laughs> it's like if, if It depends on if Mulan came out. In their world, because what are we like a year out from Mulan in well, ninety six? Right? Yeah, Mulan's ninety seven, isn't it? I don't know. I I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I don't know what year Szechuan sauce came into my life. Jeez, jeez. Everyone remember that, but no one likes to talk to me about the fifty piece nug. I had the fifty piece once. I know, but no one likes to. T- well, I know we've talked about. It, I'm saying, but like most of the time. No one talks about, like, everyone talks about Szechuan sauce, but no one talks about, like, the the 50-piece nug that came that came in the takeout box. Here's the deal, though. And we should also I, be talking about uh, 98 Degrees. I wouldn't remember why. I wouldn't remember Szechuan sauce if it wasn't for Rick and Morty. Sure. I'll never forget Nick 98, Lachey. 98. I'll never forget Nick Lachey. Mm-hmm and uh the 50 piece nugget might have been one of the worst nights of my life. I definitely should not have been eating that. Was there a, was there a 100 piece one day? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> Cuz I remember I I it was a massive amount of nuggets that we got. And <laughs> it was uh well, let me, let me just see here. Let me tell you that whatever the size nuggets there was, we ordered them. And after 25, they started to taste rancid. And luckily, they give you whatever kind of sauces you want in whatever quantity you want. So I had all of them mm-hmm. so that I could get different flavors going. And then I went and played beer pong. Yeah? Yeah. And apparently, I was approached by a young lady that said she remembered me from somewhere. And I'm sure she didn't. I'm sure that was her opener. But I was in no mood to be dealing with her and her shenanigans that night. Because I had just made a grave mistake. Apparently, you can still get a 50-piece McNugget. Because McDonald's on its page, or McDonald's on its website has a page. But also, I'm it's sure very you just get because I'm, this looks like it's just a. I don't know what this picture is of. I'm sure you just the get void? five ten-piece boxes. It's a picture of the void, right? They're, what they're, are, they're telling you that all you're going to see is black afterwards because you're going to die if you eat fifty nuggets. For real, what is this? It looks like a like an onyx stone carving board. It does. With some, what the. Nutritional information. Tell me. Great podcasting. How many calories do you think it is? All of them. Tell me, like, give me a number. Because I got it right here. Twenty-seven hundred. Pretty close, Dan. You're actually a, you you overshot it. Yeah. It's two thousand two hundred and ten calories. Oh wow. No many? How many? How many grams of protein are in this motherfucker? Forty-eight. Hundred and twenty-two. Ooh, <laughs> isn't it something like you you can't eat more than? Isn't it something like forty grams of protein a day or something like that? I don't want to be accountable for that. Hammerstone, let us know um, what's what. Like, what is the max amount of proteins you should have a day? Congratulations on your MLW championship win. You've always been a champ, bud. You've yeah, always you, been a champ. You're the champ of me, yeah. in my heart. Hammer Bros for life. Hammer Bros for life. Um, after- sodium. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a lot. Welcome to our McDonald's Nutritional Value Podcast. <laughs> Hit me with that sodium level. We talking 4,200, baby. <laughs> What's the percentage on that? What's the percentage of your daily intake? Uh, so the total fat, why are not they given percentages for everything? I like for the protein. So so total fat, so 133 grams of total fat, which is 205% of your daily value. Okay. 122 grams of protein, which is question mark of your percentage of daily, uh, Question mark percentage of your daily value. Yeah. Uh, surprise. That doesn't seem right. Uh, But it will not, it dare not tell us how much sodium. How much sodium that is, because I imagine it's around 1,000%. <laughs> okay. So after the toy man has been made a man, they are teleported to the command center where no one bats an eye that Billy is an adult. Yeah. But told that the alien rangers telepathic communication is cut off while they're hydrating. And Billy's like, "Okay, I'll go tell him. Tommy goes, I'll go with you. And Billy goes, I'm older than you, Tommy. Stay the fuck back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he does a big brother handshake with him. I loved it. I loved it. Like Billy's like, "Ah, Billy's where he should always have been. Yeah. Dad. Dad. Yeah. Top head of the class, baby. Get back, little fuck. He shows up to the fountain where they're hydrating. He warns them he goes, about it. Guys, there's a monster coming. And the monster goes, Billy, I see you. And he goes, the monster's actually here. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh, never mind. He's actually here. <laughs> Small correction to what I just said. <laughs> just <like laughs> the Cocker Ranger call. It's Morphin time. And they are aliens. And we get a sick American fight. Yeah, where they're fighting Tenga warriors. And Yellow shows out. Shows yeah. up, shows out. He does a hurricane rana. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does a hurricane rana. He he, uh, giant swings or Cesaro swings, if you will. Yeah. One of the tankus into the fountain, like, and then the crowd like comes around. I'm like, holy shit! And he just flexes, and and, and he we, is busting out of them sleeves. And we realize that he is Jason Scott <laughs> level huge. Yeah, yeah, yellow. That yeah, that is the. That is a big yellow. (laughs) After they defeat the Tengas, they do a flip, and they're into the area in Japan where there's a bunch of stone cylinders. cylinders. Yeah, just concrete cylinders, as far as the eye can see. Happy Slotman takes their ninja blasters and says, "Let's, let's see how these work. They do a nice, fun shot of the knot on the back of his head. You know? Yeah. And it makes no sense. But if you watched Ranger, you know that they beat the shit out of him in his human form. They didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like there's a part with, with Orko, is the red one? Yeah. It's all food delivery, because he, he shoots them with their ninja blasters, like he yeah. does in Kakaranger. They turn magneted. to clothes. They're magneted back. they little they little monsters. They turn to clothes that is substitute jutsu. Yeah, ninja shit. Ninja shit, ninja bullshit. And he's like, where'd you go? And then... Orko taps on his shoulder. He said, "Food delivery." So I didn't order any food. Knuckle sandwich. He just hits him in the fucking nose. Yeah, (laughs) I liked it. That was a fun line. (laughs) Rita and Zed making big, and we get a Battleborg fight. And man, the silly shit. The fact that they yeah, we've already mentioned it. The fact that they use they like mimic. The moves that the Rangers make, and that's how they control them all uh what was it gun which Gundam was that g Gundam g Gundam yeah, we said on the last one, but yeah, all of that um the t- uh telepathically linked shit um the fact that they gotta find a big open space for them to do that in this case, it's like the fucking loading dock at an Albertson's, yeah, <laughs> where they have to do this they're shit. in California, oh Ralph, oh Ralph, excuse me or state brothers. Yeah. Um and the fact that the Battleborgs have like the pyramid attack, which means they got to stand on each other's shoulders and shit like that, which means the Alien Rangers got to stand on each other's shoulders. It's yeah. just all shenanigans. Yeah. But we know that Yellow's a sturdy boy, so oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's it's good. <laughs> it's okay for him to be a bottom brick. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely where he needs to be. But yeah, they they destroy Happy Slot Man this way, and then they go back to the fountain where, like, well, we catch up. I don't know how much time has passed, but we have the mayor giving out uh, giving out awards. The yellow star. The yellow star of bravery or some shit. Yeah, and they first come up to uh, what's what's Blue's name? Didn't, uh, Corcus. Corcus comes up to Corcus with this big uh, ribbon with a medal on it. You know. Yeah. And he does a, he does a good thing where he's just looking at it like what the fuck is this what are you doing what are you doing human yeah. they put a medal on Corcus and he's like looking at it like what the fuck are you doing why are you putting this over my head uh, there's a whole crowd that are clapping and shit like that it's like yeah we got some heroes still you know even though the Rangers are somewhere else <laughs> baby Aisha goes oh god yeah we like I felt like it was two takes that they didn't cut yeah. she's like I like this a lot. Everything, like, everything, everything's good. Yeah, she says, well, she says, everything's cool. Everything's all right. <laughs> <laughs> she had, like, a she just had a little kid moment. Yeah. But now Billy's, like, the creepy uncle. <laughs> Hanging out with these five kids. Yeah. That no one's ever seen before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that, that Billy kid, I wonder if he's a relative to that Cranston boy, you know? Yeah. He looks familiar. But when these we, o- other kids, he just showed up with them. When we do the uh, the credits out, it's just Billy screwing up his ending lines where everything's about to get worse. Yeah, it was pretty good. So. This is what he wanted to talk about. Our next episode, our last episode of today, The Alien Trap, which came out February 8th, 1996, written by Stuart St. John, also getting... Getting Litton up in here with Larry Litton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode starts out with a satellite dish sucking in moisture from the air to create a cushion water for them to absorb. It's like a... what? What is... Uh, it's like a... It's a purifier. It's like yeah. a water purifier that you would strap onto a faucet. Yes. But it's specifically for... The Aquatarian Rangers now Billy created the gold man slot machine, the happy Gold Man toy, because he knew that there would be a nosy white woman yeah, he knew that there would be a nosy white you're woman you're right, you're right,' Because goddamn it, we have a uh, baby cat and baby tommy mm-hmm. watching this machine and cat- and cat's like kind of doing some exposition for it, she because she's like so this will purify water so the Aquatians can live here and and Tom is like yeah it's a and then he gives the Billy jargon of what it is and this old concerned white woman with her fucking bag of groceries is sitting there on the bench just seemingly getting in a huff because she has nothing else going on in her fucking life yeah she she stands up she comes over to these kids and is like you poor things who left you unintended with this I'm gonna have to turn this over to the authorities. Don't touch that. Yeah. Oh my god. Billy comes out of here and he's like, "Hey, get away from my science experiment, kids! Yeah. I'm gonna take away your allowance." Sorry, this is my brother and sister. Yeah, we're a multiracial family. And she's and, and 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 just like just like the ornery old white woman she is doesn't apologize for shit. Just says, "I'm just trying." What'd she say? I'm just trying to. Uh, just trying to do the right thing, or trying to do the. What's she say? She says some fucking. Non-apology apology. apology. Yeah, she's like, what parent in their right mind would leave you children alone with dangerous equipment? Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. I don't know why I'm so mad at her. Maybe I do know why I'm so mad at her. Because I've dealt with people like this all my life as a skateboarding youth. Yeah. Like, oh, we can't fucking skateboard on the sidewalks. Can't skateboard on the sidewalks of this shopping center. You know, like, just... Mind your own fucking business. Go on with your life. Yeah, the whole, like, she said, well, I was just worried. And she walks off with a huff. Fuck you. Why are you worried? <laughs> These aren't your kids. Nothing's going on here. So Billy explains to them that he's created a device that's be- that's like this, but better. This was just the test. Zed goes, nah, I don't want them Aquitarians to be able to hydrate. They'll fuck my shit up. They got the Shogun. I want them gone. I want yeah. them out of here. At so, the lab, or at the lab, at command center. At the lab, yeah, <laughs> you know, at the command lab. Yeah, they're There's, working. I did like that Billy. In the last episode, we didn't talk about it, but Billy said, "Like, man, if only I had my lab from present day, I could take care of all this shit real quick." Yeah, but he has to deal with just the, <laughs> the kid lab. Just his, yeah, just just parts from his dad's radio he took apart and all yeah. that, you know, vacuum cleaners and whatnot. Maybe that's a reason for the hop. Hoppy slot, ma. <laughs> <laughs> Slop, sloppy hot man. <laughs> you said hoppy slots law. <laughs> I know I did. <laughs> hoppy slots law. Yeah. So when Billy is talking to Corcus about this thing, Corcus has a little bit of a seizure. That's the fucking, like, that's the part at the buffet slots slaw? Yeah, you go over to that and it's a slot where the coleslaw comes out of. That's it. gross. <laughs> it comes That's it, gross. comes out in a sheet into your bowl. Cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's clear the mind, the body and the spirit. Let's clear it. Um Corcus is having a little bit of a seizure because he's dehydrated. But the other El- alien rangers, we s- are with the kids. <laughs> we see and an ice cream man experiencing popsicles. We see Orco stay true to his color. So how they have the smart one in blue, they got the dumb hungry boy in red. Well, Delphine is filling her role as Tommy, and she's already eaten five popsicles. Yeah, but because wh- of the Tommy eating episode. We see, uh, yeah, Orco though he has um, what's it? Oh, I can't think of the name of the ice cream. Uh, the the co- pop, the cones, with drumsticks, drumsticks. He has two chocolate tips, the two t- tail ends of, of a drum of drumsticks hanging out of his mouth while he's noshing on an ice pop. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Delphine, yeah, has eight five. And then, um, the boy in black, we don't know his, no, we don't know, no, he know him. I, it might be Sestro, Sestro. I think blue may be Sestro, no, Corcus. Are you sure? No. Okay. Sestro or Corcus has his own cherry lolly. Yeah. Right? And he's talking about it like how delicious it is. Delphine's hand just comes in a frame and pulls that motherfucker off the stick. And he's just left there with a stick as she eats that as she eats that ice pop bone out. They come up. That was for me too. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They come up on Balkan skull fishing, and the other rangers are reluctant to say what they're doing. They're like, "No, they're going to eat the water dwelling creatures we're water dwelling creatures. we can't do that, so they use their water powers to knock these boys into the water yeah it's it seems a little cruel. it seems actually extremely cruel. They could have wrote it in different ways, like, "Oh, they're trying to fish, maybe we can help them. you know they want what's in the water. let's push the let's give them that you know, and they try to pull their rod out of the water with whatever they want and just like a bunch of fish hit them you know that would have been funny or and also them not and them not being violent towards these kids or they could go up to the kids and say hello we are creatures from the water please don't fish here something like that you know any yeah but something like, doesn't make for good television it, also this isn't your planet like this isn't your culture you know it's you don't know what's going on here chill out chill out pump the brakes a little bit yeah you don't know what's happening here. It's okay. They realize that they're dehydrated, so they need to get to the After water. After they used their water powers to fucking drown Bulk and Skull. Why didn't they rehydrate off their ice pops? Maybe because it's not purified? I don't know. But Billy's in a nice O'Neill uh, wetsuit. <laughs> he is. Uh, and he swims out to drop the Aquatarian Hydro Duct to make <laughs> the to make the entire it lake it doesn't matter what we call it <laughs> yeah to make the lake like aquatar which in turn would kill all the fish you would have to imagine because that sounds bad for an ecosystem why couldn't these guys just keep going back to the fountain yeah huh? if that the spot if that the spot go to that fountain yeah I don't know, but yeah, that he uses this device to turn the water into aquatar levels of, I don't know, fluoride. Right. But before that, Goldar and Rito show up. They're just like you can't fuck with us. The Aquatarians blow them into a boat, and they send a the boat into the middle of the water. Yeah, and they're out there. They're out there. Uh, Goldar is terrified of being on the bo- boat, but Rito's looking out for him. I appreciate that Goldo's got wings, I know, but he's scared <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's 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 like part ape, as we know yeah. so and and apes are very dense, they do not like water. no, I don't know why when you got wings, but <laughs> they go out there and they start hydrating, but Zed goes, no, we're sending down some of my boys, Eric and Merrick, the barbaric, they're going to contaminate that water. Because Billy's device is set for Earth chemicals, but not lunar toxic waste. So mm-hmm. we're going to hit him with some of that moon juice. This is just the runoff from the palace. Yeah. That's all I can think this is. This is from fucking Fenster's lab. This is what maintains Zed's fans. Yeah. <laughs> this is just lunar Freon. Yeah, this is just... Yeah, so as he said, this is lunar toxic waste. So um, they... They go into the water, the uh, alien rangers, to hydrate themselves. And on the shore appear the Barbaric Brothers, which are the Oni brothers from Cocker Ranger. Yeah. That's cool to see because these guys were pretty big hosses that handled the rangers. But I love the direction they took here. Because they are surf bros. They are surfer bros. Oh, Oh, bro, let's contaminate this water, dad. Yeah, they... uh, so they do, they pour that purple shit in there and it starts making the aliens feel real woozy. But who's back on shore? Rito and Goldar, and they got a they got a jail gun. Yeah, they shoot a they shoot the jail gun at the at the alien rangers while they're on the water to make sure they don't escape. So they just have to they just have to suck in that, that, that purple. Now, here's the deal. What we're saying sounds like a heroin addict's fever dream. <laughs> It sounds. And then the bar, And then the barbarian surfers came, and they poured the purple liquid into the lake, I and sa- I was standing on the lake, absorbing I, the, the yes, hydration. Yes. And then the skeleton soldier came up with his jail gun, uh, and we he both, shot me. We both sound like we we are vagrants outside of a smoke shop. Yeah. And me. you you happen to be the poor sap that lend either of us a cigarette. Yes. And now we're going to tell you what happens in the cages of our minds. <laughs> it's fucking nonsense. But you know that. Power playthrough, baby. So the Rangers, the baby <laughs> rangers, have to come up with an idea to get the jail gun from Rito. So they just play tag. But they play reverse tag. R- yeah. I never where, is this a Oh is this a thing? No. Cause you, we know tag the same is we know tag the same way. You stay away from it because they have AIDS. Y- Yeah. You stay away from the person that's it. They want to get you. Not you chase after the person that's it. How they're playing it is whoever's it, if you touch them, now you're it, and then you got to run. We called that game something different when I was in school. You talking about smearing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought, too. But there's no ball involved. No. This one's a jail gun. This one? (laughs) This one. So yeah, so they're playing tag, and Rito and Goldar, are the dumb boys that they are. Rito's like, I want to play, and Goldar's like, what's, what's fucking wrong with you? You know, this is like, a trap. Yeah, they're 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 trying to confuse us. Yeah, and in so, the process, Tommy comes up and he's like, I'm it. You gotta tag me. And and Rito's like, Oh shit! And he runs after him, and he, Tommy trips, and Rito's like, I gotcha. And and Tommy turns around, kicks the, the jail gun out of his hand directly into Billy's hands. Who's an adult. And Billy releases the Aquitian Rangers from their purple. Aquitian. From, their, <laughs> the, uh, from their poison jail. Yeah, the the uh, the Aquitian uh, Rangers. Yep. Goldar tells Rito, you fucked up. Now we're going to go back. And Rito looks at the other Rangers and goes, oh, time to get this one over with. <laughs> <Yeah>, it <like, laughs> goes up. Rito knows he's in for a hiding. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> And Rita's immediately defending the brother. No, it was Goldar's fault. It definitely wasn't Rita. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, oh. Family dynamics are, are quite a treat in our stupid little monster shows. So the Poisoned Rangers immediately have to go fight the Barbaric Brothers. And Tommy gets a lesson in being a goddamn hero. He's yeah. like, no, you guys are too weak to do that. And, uh, well... Now we don't know what it it may be Cesro or it may be uh Corcus. Yeah. He yeah. says to him, the Blue Ranger, he says to him, He's like, Nah, we're Power Rangers. This is mm-hmm. this is what we do. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter how we feel. We have to fight. Shut up, Tommy. You see? Do you see, little boy? It's yeah. not always about you and how you feel. Zordon contacts them telepathically and he's he, just a spinning he, face he on bubble a bubblegum ball. Yeah. It's, a, it, it's it's like it's like um what is oh fuck what's that music video? Uh Groovers in the Heart? Yeah. yeah it's, like, it's like the music video for that shit. will just Zordon floating Oh god. Yeah. They confront the Barbaric Brothers. Oh, I'm totally bummed out. The Barbaric Brothers immediately go big because all of the fighting in the Japanese footage was Sasuke versus them. There was death, explosions. There was a lot of the kunoichigumi. Yeah. So just like entirely unusable. Yes. So they ha- the only shit that they can use is them fighting the Borgs. Yep. So the Battle Borgs versus the big Barbaric Brothers with their... Mondo Barbaric Brothers. The Mondo Barbaric Brothers, bra, And they get their totally fucking awesome enhancements. Yeah. Where they get the drill arm and they get the buzzsaw arm that are ultimately the, their the wave. Call. Yeah, the wave two of the toy line where they just release the same figures with metallic bits. Yes. And now we're getting another silly fight. But oh. the Barbaric Brothers fall due to their own stupidity. Yeah, so... Okay, and Cocker Ranger, spoiler alert, you should be listening to Cocker Ranger, by the way. It's a, it's an awesome show. But um, at one point, they get uh, Saruder, which is the gorilla, the red one. Battle Saruder. Battle Saruder. They get Battle Saruder in this kind of like full Nelson sort of, actually, it's like a butterfly lock. Yeah. Uh, they, get, they get him, um, one brother holds him while the other brother comes at him with the drill. And Saruder spins out of there, making the brother drill the other one. Yeah. This one, we we get we get cheated out of a goring, once again. We do get cheated out of a goring, but then Muteki Shogun, the Shogun Megazord, shows up to Big make daddy. sure that everyone yeah. rests in peace and does his flame blade attack. Yeah, uh, back at the palace, Rito is looking through the opposite end of the telescope, and Rita screams at him for it. Stop fucking with my telescope! And she's like, "But there's a terrible eye monster there." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like why don't you stop fucking shit up for me (laughs) and zed goes i'm gonna put one each one of his bones in a different pound yeah into a different dog pound i love that like and rita's like screaming and he's like i think i'm getting one of your goddamn headaches yeah at at the command center we just see that fucking device covered in ivan's ooze covered in ivan's ooze yes let's get sticky (laughs) (laughs) and they go you can't hydrate here and in our world anymore there's nothing here for you you have to go home it's like nah, there's don't no other w- bodies of water in the entire world for them to go to well he can't make another purifier i guess so is there not another fountain like the fountain yeah just maybe had they tried any of the bottle of water bottle waters <laughs> like just try them out crystal geyser you know <laughs> crystal geyser yeah come on it, it try it out just see what works but would it be, What would happen if they get into non purify? Would that fuck them up, too? I don't think they can hydrate with water that's not of their pH. But they could try it without any harm, you would think. You maybe. Would, you would think, but ultimately, they just got to go home. Yeah. They're looking for a reason to get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, Billy, we'll stay. We'll just die here. It's fine. They're like, no, you guys got to go home. They're like, well, call us when you need us. We'll be like three hours, but... You Give us a call. One thing you learn is definitely the alien rangers are super selfless. Yeah. They're like, We're glad to be rangers alongside of you. Yeah. Because like even in your darkest hour, you're thinking about our well being. Yeah. So we'll be back. We just really need to get home and drink some water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a weekend where all everything you've eaten has been brown and you're just like, you know what? I need to eat something green today. It's like a weekend that passed not too long ago, EDC. Is that all you had was tan food? Well, I'm thinking like you don't drink water. That's why we get so many idiots in the hospital. Well, you gotta drink water. There were no deaths this year. That's true. That's true. There was there was no deaths this year. Yeah. So that's exciting. But I'm just saying there's some people that do it up like that. Yeah. No, that's true. And I have plenty of weekends where I don't drink any water. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm on the water train. I, like, I, I give plasma, so I have to. I am on the water. <laughs> Keeps me well, honest. I'm on the water now because I originally thought that this sexy voice that you're hearing right now from my sickness was due to the fact that I was drinking a lot of carbonated beverages and I thought it was scratching up the back of my throat. Mm. But turns out I was just sick. Turns out I caught the AEW flu. (laughs) So, I'm back. (laughs) Sort of. Yeah. But um, But I did have the AEW flu. So, (laughs) the alien rangers, they peace out, uh, promising they'll be back. Yeah. And that's where the episode ends. Except for we do get a little blooper reel of Tommy... fucking his lines up trying to say the Hydra Fire or whatever the fucking Billy device is yeah like take after take and then the last one was like I don't know Billy made it (laughs) yeah good job good job little Frank yeah young Jason David Frank (laughs) (laughs) that somehow they got back in time yeah I don't know how they did that it it worked out yeah Normally we'd go that, on that to was a third in, episode. That was on that was on JDF's contract. <laughs> if you have a young version of me it has to be it me. has to be the young version of me. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. So normally we would go on to a third episode. Mm-hmm. But today we are gonna stop it at two, as in Alien Rangers tradition. Yeah. There's there's only ten episodes here, so we gotta we gotta Make it fit nice. Yes, we do. Yeah, we do's. But that's we'll still give you. We'll tr- we'll still try to give you the same amount of uh same, uh same yeah same amount of content. Just no, on, no, no, no. We we're gonna cut it off a little early. Well, I mean, like we give mean, you get another episode this week. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I meant. Like you're yeah. still gonna get. You're still gonna get your doses. Yeah, that's all I meant. You can get a little bit too much, Dan and Freddy, this week. Because mm. it's Kaku Ranger time coming up. Yeah. For us in a few minutes. For you in a couple of days. Uh. So thank you so much for listening to Power Playthrough. We bring you new episodes every <laughs> Monday and Thursday on all podcatchers, because we're on all of them. Go get you some. Thank you to Rainer for the use of our theme song, Power Playthrough. If you want to go get yourself a digital download of that, head over to Rainer.Bandcamp.com. While you're there, eat some chocolate and also download Scenery, their new EP. It's a wonderful bit of music. Uh, if Fantastic. you want to support one of our friends, James from Mostly Speaking Sentai, put out his new Kaiju-themed EP, King Kaiser X, available on Marshland Media. Just in time. Just in time for King of the Monsters. Yes. A month ago for y'all. A <laughs> month uh, for y'all, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> it was timely at the time we were saying this. Yes. Uh, follow us on social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram, P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook. If you'd like to support us financially, you can head over to Patreon.com/slash Power Playthrough where we're doing our Big Bad Beetleborg series. It's a it's a big old can of cream corn, and y'all are gonna love it. We flab all over the place. <laughs> yeah, we do. And if you don't watch Big Bad Billboards, you don't know what flabbing's about. Yeah. So start watching it. Start listening to it. Big, and uh, big things flabbing, little things stopping. Big things flabbing, little things jara. No. Mm, uh, little th- little things. Frank and beans. Uh, I don't know. So thank you so much for listening. And as always, may the power protect you.